But what we don't seem to understand is that the departure is a birth. <clears throat> birth and death are twins. Say that with me. Death and birth are twins. Say it again. You see, you see, in the Bible, death is not really defined as a succession of life. Death in the Bible is separation. To be absent in the body is to be present with the Lord. Death in the Bible is separation, you understand. When a baby lives in the womb of its mother, the womb is the only world it knows. Mm-hmm. It stays inside the womb that is its world. It lives there. It grows there. It eats there. It sleeps there. That is, that is the world as it knows it. The first trimester, it's in the world. It's in the world. Yeah, it's, it's in the womb, but it's in the world. The, the, the womb is, is a microcosm of, of its planet, as it were. In the second trimester, it's in the world. The third trimester, it's in its world. At the end of the third trimester, the baby dies to the world it was in. I, I know it dies because it separates from the womb, passes down through the birth canal, leaving the world that it came from empty. As it comes through the placenta, passes through the birth canal and comes into the present world, it finds out that there is another world on the other side of the world it came from. All of a sudden, his eyes pop open and it sees what it couldn't see before and it hears what it couldn't hear before and it finds out why it has a mouth and it opens its mouth and it begins to holler because to be absent from this world is to be present in that world. And so when they crucified Jesus, they, they thought they killed him. They thought it was over. But they didn't understand to be absent in one world is to step over into the next. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying to you. I'm trying to tell you something. I'm trying to tell you something. I'm trying to tell you something. I'm trying to tell you the stuff you're worried about is not important. The things you're upset about really don't matter. The things that broke your heart, it really don't make any sense. I'm trying to show you how to get your dance back and get your happy back and get your joy back because whatever you're worried about in this world, it don't matter. In just a few more days, we're getting ready to pass through the birth canal into the next dimension. That's why the Bible said, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Don't get too worried about what's going on down here. Because soon and very soon, we are going to see the King. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are going to see the King. No more crying there. We are going to see the king. No more weeping there. We are going to see the king. To all of you who thought you were getting old and getting ready to die and you think your life is over, I hate to shock you. You just began. You're going to step out of that body you in. If you're born again and pass 
from this world like a baby passes through a womb into the next dimension. This is just a matrix, y'all. This is just a matrix. This is just a place of gestation. This is just a place of development. Some people, unfortunately, like some babies, die in the womb. Some people miss the opportunity to grow in the womb. They die in the womb. Some people miss the opportunity to know Jesus. They get stuck in the womb. They get stuck in the cares of this world. They get stuck in the sinful lust and pleasures of this world. They get stuck. And instead of passing out of it, they die in it. I hope you're not one of them this morning. I hope you recognize that today is the day of salvation. And the Bible says that when you're saved, this, the Bible said, Paul says, we don't sorrow like them that have no hope because we understand what we should do is bring our sad clothes to the birth. And when it's a saint of God, we ought to bring our dancing clothes to the funeral. One final thought, I'm just talking, I'm not trying to preach. They already preach. The strangest thing in the world, I spent so much time preaching about the life of Christ, trying to imitate in some way his character in my own behavior. I, 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 the Bible gives us so much information about the life of Jesus all the wonderful stories they talked about. And I've seen people a few times get healed. A couple of times I've seen people they said was dead get, get, get up again. I have. I've seen God do some amazing things. We built this church and every time we counted the money it increased. I've seen God do stuff that, that's unexplainable, that's supernatural, that's amazing. And I've seen moments that could be written down in the, in the Gospel of Jake's. And I bet you have in your own life seen moments that could be written in the Gospel of your own life where you've seen God from time to time do some amazing things. But the Bible did not tell us as he was, so are we in this world. It didn't tell us to be like he was. It said, as he is, so are we in this world. If you ever catch the notion of resurrection and start imitating the resurrected Jesus, not the walking, talking, healing Jesus, but the resurrected Jesus, every time the enemy comes against you, you will do like the eagle and always go above it because you are walking. <laughs> You're down here trying to deal with stuff and fight with stuff and fix stuff. You're not supposed to fix it or fight it. You're supposed to resurrect above it. The eagle never flies into the storm. It flies above the storm and uses the storm to take it higher. I have never seen anybody 
who was greatly blessed, who didn't have a storm up under them somewhere. If you are flying right now in a dimension where your haters think you have no trouble, and yet you recognize that right up under you, all hell is breaking loose all the time. And in spite of the lightning and the thunder and in spite of the trouble and the threats of life, somehow you made it over. You spread your wings and went into the next dimension. You, you excel when people fought you. You survived when people crushed you. You won when they hated you. You lived when they wanted you to die. You smiled when they wanted you to cry. And you just kept on spreading your wings and rising as he is. So I, uh, oh God, I said I wasn't going to preach, so I'm going to hold it right there. But I feel some eagles in this house. I can always tell an eagle because when I start talking about resurrection, eagles will always spread their wings. When you start talking about resurrection, eagles will spread their wings because they recognize that's how I made it through some things I thought I would never make it through. But God, who is rich in mercy, made it possible for me to survive the atrocities of life. The only people who don't understand what I'm talking about are chickens. Because chickens can never quite take flight. They'll fly up about six feet, but they'll fall back down again. But I got a feeling there's some eagles in this place that every time the devil looked for you to fall, the more they afflicted you, the more you flap your wings. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, they meant it for evil, but God made it good. Flap your wings in the devil's face and tell him I'm still here though the storms keep on raging in my life. I want to I want to have some resurrection talk with some eagles. Stop fighting with things you were called to fly above. Stop wrestling in the dimension of your departure. Why would you fight in a dimension you're leaving? You never see a baby trying to go back where he came from. Once he gets out, he's out. And the Lord wants you to know, once I bring you out, once I bring you out, I don't care who's talking about you. I don't care what they said about you. I don't care what they remember about you. Once I bring you out, this is what I want you to get. You are too high 
to worry that low. You are too high to wrestle that low. You are too high to be intimidated by what's going on down low. You don't ever see eagles fighting with chicken. In fact, eagles don't fool with chickens. Eagles make love in the air. At about 20,000 feet in the air, the eagle soars into a love dive. And they make love and procreate in the middle of the air. And I asked God, why did you fix it for eagles to make love in the air? And he said, I fixed it that way so they'd never be tempted to cohabitate with chickens. to the next dimension and spread your wings so high that the chickens might cluck at you, but they can't procreate with you. Touch seven people and tell them I'm above that. I'm above that. I'm above that. I'm above that discussion. I'm above that depression. I'm above that fear. I'm above that worry. I'm above that. Slap your neighbor and say, I'm above that too. somebody and say cluck if you want to cluck all you want to you can't stop this greater is he uh, this Sunday I'm not supposed to be preaching but it must be some eagles in the house. You, yeah, you better go head on and praise him. You don't have to wait on nobody to help you praise him. You gotta learn how to praise him for yourself. You got to know that praise is your secret weapon. Don't let nobody stare you down cause you are praising God. Roll your eyes all you want to. I'll praise him all over this church. Keep on clucking if you will. I'll dance right now. I'll dance while you cluck. When I think of the goodness of Jesus. Today. As a pastor, I am trying to teach on the level of where we're going rather than to acquiesce to where we've already been. I am trying to lead our folks into the next dimension. I'm not trying to do a repeat course on yesterday, 
God doesn't do encores. When he's finished, he's finished. When it's settled, it's settled. When it's done, it's done. Thy word, O oh Lord, is forever settled in the heavens. Once he's done it, he's done it. The problem with us is we don't realize what he's done. There is no dispute about him doing it. The dispute is about us realizing it. It isn't an argument about whether he rose from the dead. There is no argument about whether he rose from the dead. Even natural history knows that Jesus existed. Don't you know that if they could find Jesus' body, they would? They find everything else they're looking for. If they could find Jesus' body, they would do it to shut us up. But 2,000 years later, with all of our modern technology, with all of our new equipment, with all of our highly skilled archaeologists, we found the ark, but we ain't found Jesus. They have not been able to find Jesus, but there's no dispute about that. The dispute is over whether you will realize the, ramif the ramifications of the resurrection for you. The dispute is whether you will stay in your old dimension or not. The dispute is over whether you will live your life in a chicken coop. <laughs> Hating on people who fly above you. <laughs> Teaching the word helps people realize their wings. It helps them understand that is painful as labor is. And I watched my wife go through labor. I have never been so happy to be a man in all my life. That's the first time I danced just for being a man. Thank you, I'm a man. <laughs> I just went to running. I realized why they call it labor. Because it hurts to pass. Y'all didn't get that. It hurts to pass into the next dimension. Her hair was all over her head. Blood vessels popping in her jaws trying to get the baby to the next dimension. You think you're going to get to the next dimension without a fight? Why do you think they call it labor? You got to fight your way in. Well, but once you get in, no devil in hell can put you out of where God. You see those people shouting, those are the people in the room who know. There are some people in the room that know. There's some that think, but there are a few that know. That's what I'm saying to you today. Sit with me. I don't want you, because if you stand, it's going to egg me on. And you know what happens if you egg me on. What I'm supposed to be doing, <laughs> I got lost in all of that stuff, but what I'm supposed to be doing is challenging you to sow a resurrection seed. But I got caught up in the story, the story of Jesus. I want to challenge the eagles in the house to give on the level, on the dimension 
of your realization. I don't want to challenge chickens to give on a level that you have not realized because you will do that begrudgingly. Chickens, not the amount, it's the attitude that determines the chickens from the eagles. Chickens get evil when they're asked to give. They only want to receive. Eagles understand for where I'm flying, for what I'm believing for, for what I'm expecting God to do on a resurrection Sunday, I need resurrection. I need to rise out of the dimensions that I have been on in my life, in my business, in my family, in my career. I got some chickens I need to kiss goodbye. See you. I got, I, I, I got to go into the next dimension. All the people who said I can't and I won't and I shouldn't, I, I can't keep arguing down there with them. I want to I pray over the seeds of eagles. Yes, shy. I want to pray over the offerings of eagles. Whether you're joining us over the internet or whether you're live in the service today, I, I'm appealing to eagles. Chickens, you, you're welcome. Join us if you will. But if you sense that the greater one is challenging you to come into the next dimension, let's use this Resurrection Sunday to operate on the next dimension. It occurs to me that all resurrection is, is seed time and harvest. Jesus said, except a grain of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abide alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. That's all he was, was a seed buried in the ground, rose up in newness. Whatever you plant, that's what you're gonna reap. You can't sow hateful and reap nice. You can't sow judgmentalness and then turn around and reap mercy. Some of the trouble people are having is nothing but your harvest coming in. <laughs> you can't pray away your harvest. You sowed that stuff. If you sow it, you're going to reap it. I want to pray over the seeds of eagles. How many eagles I got in the house? Wave at me, eagles. I want to pray over your faith, your dreams, your business, your calling, your ministry, your goals, going into the next dimension. You may have been in a matrix, a small place, but the word of the Lord says, behold, I am going to enlarge your dwelling place. You shall spring forth. That tomb you are in right now will not hold you. Come forth. Somebody shout, I'm coming out. coming out Sunday. You hear what I said? It's a coming out Sunday. I don't care if you're in the overflow. It's a coming out Sunday. I don't care if you're watching on your iPad. It's a coming out Sunday. You might be watching on your cell phone. It's a coming out Sunday. You better seize this resurrection Sunday morning time to come out in every area of your life. When you are sure and ready to give, stand up on your feet with your seed in your hand. And join the family. Wouldn't it be something if we all came out together? Glory to God.
You know why God wants you to come out? He wants you to come out so you can go get somebody else and bring them out. It's not about selfishness. It's about being a blessing to somebody else. For somebody, it's about getting healing in your body. Healing is better than money. I'd rather be well than be rich. I said, I'd rather be well than be rich. Thank you, Jesus. Ain't no need in being rich if you're sick. Money for what? <laughs> I'd rather be well. Health is important. Somebody's child is straight away to get your kid back is important. God knows where your prosperity is needed. But as you sow with us today, I want you to sow intentionally. Oh, the, the blue wheelbarrow up there is not some kind of weird, strange, kooky stuff. That wheelbarrow symbolic, symbolic, is symbolic of the building of our youth empowerment center next door. And the people that you see sowing into it are sowing into the next generation. Glory to God. Everything that goes in the wheelbarrow is helping us to buy another brick. And we're almost finished. I say we're almost finished. We're almost there. We're almost there. Wave your seed in the air. Wave it like you just don't care. Wave it like the eagle you are. Wave it like you're an overcomer. Wave it like you're 20,000 feet in the air and you're pregnant with destiny. Hallelujah. I don't care if you're waving your phone, wave your checkbook, wave something, wave your hairpiece, wave something. Glory to God. Father, we thank you for your blessing. We thank you for your anointing. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your power. We're seated around angels. We're surrounded by eagles. We're in the presence of eagles. We got eagle-like faith. We got resurrection power. We're ready to come out of the matrix, get up out of the tomb, step into the next dimension. Father, now, in the name of Jesus. I want to be careful to bless every seed, bless every family, bless every business, bless every ministry, bless every vision, bless things that are still stuck in the womb of ideas, ideas that have not developed fully yet, visions that are stuck in the womb waiting for finances, bless the healings to come forth in people's bodies that are sick and need to be healed. I thank you, God, for being more than enough. Bless your people everywhere. They're watching us all over the world. They're watching us in Israel. They're watching us in Africa. They're watching us in Australia and Canada. They're watching us in the islands. They're watching us in the UK. They're watching us all over the United States. Wherever you find faith, bless your people. Bless every member of this church. Bless every e-church member. Bless every visitor in this gate. I declare a harvest over this seed. In Jesus' name, amen. You believe it, shout amen. You may be seated. Our professional ministry technicians are in place and on cue. They're ready to serve you in the spirit of excellence. If you're ready to give to God, holler at your boy. See, we like, we like noisy, rowdy givers. The Bible says God likes hilarious givers. God said, when you serve me, I want you to have, serve me with attitude and praise. Are you ready? Shout at me. Serve the people of God. Yeah, 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 yeah. When they touch that basket, they're praising God over a harvest. 
your eyes have not seen, your ears have not heard, neither have they entered into your heart the things that God has in store for them that love him. But it hath been revealed unto us. Brethren, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul does prosper. No man that giveth up houses or land or silver or gold in this life will I not give it back to him a hundredfold with persecution and in the world to come eternal life. Blessed are ye in the field, blessed in the city, blessed in your going in, blessed in your uprising, blessed in your downset, blessed, 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 and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Bring forth fruit in your own season. Your leaf shall not wither. It's not going to wither. It's not going to die. It's not going to fall apart. It's not going to fade. Your leaf shall not wither. And whatsoever you do, shall what? Shall what? Shall what? Somebody jump up and take a step into your prosperity. Stepping into my healing. I'm stepping into my deliverance. I'm stepping into my peace. I'm stepping into my victory. I'm stepping into my glory. I'm stepping into my unction. I'm stepping into it. I'm stepping, I'm stepping. Praise him like the eagle you are. Remain standing, remain standing. It's been wonderful. It's been glorious. It's one, one thing, one thing. You know, the only thing this service is missing, the only thing, we've had good singing.